Welcome to Beyond a Parent, the podcast for Christians seeking clarity for parenting in a confusing world. I'm Chuck Mead. And I'm Jeremy Autry. And Jeremy, one of our go-to passages that we seem to mention just about every episode is Proverbs 22.6, which says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it, right? Right. Does that sound familiar to you? Yep. I feel like... um that's the drum we've been beating all along. The bass drum or the snare drum? Hmm. Sorry. Okay, so <laughs> we need to look into more what that word training means. So when it falls under training, we've talked about obviously the spiritual development. We talked about discipleship, but we're going to start talking about education. And so does that verse tie to the education of our kids in general. Yeah, if we're not careful, we've set up this, I don't know, this separation in our mind, these two opposite poles and education and spirituality are uh, two different realms and maybe even opposing. Secular and sacred kind of a thing? Yeah. 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 Like learning maybe can be ungodly or or different from spirituality. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a pretty dangerous concept. And um, when we see a verse like Proverbs 22.6, we think only in that spiritual, sacred realm instead of the, the you know, just regular, more broad education concept. Right. So education is just one of many ways that we need to take ownership of the training of our kids. And typically, when we, th- most people, I think, would take education, just think this is, this is not my wheelhouse. This is something I just stick my kids into school because I don't know algebra. So I'm not going to, obviously, there's a difference with homeschool educators. We're going to talk about that. But that's, I think, where people tend to go is this is not my Yeah, but if we're being honest, the word train and education, the word training and education, train and educate, that they're kind of synonymous, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, at, at least in the English, it's it's the same idea: um, teaching, training, educating. It's all the same idea. So, mm-hmm. if parents are responsible for training our kids, we're responsible for the education of our kids. So, some people may be afraid, especially some Christian parents, may be afraid of education. And when you think of that, especially higher education, why would they tend to be afraid of that? And how would we respond to that? I guess if a parent is afraid of, not afraid, that's probably a strong word, but if a parent has, you know, this idea that that education can somehow be anti-Christian or opposed to Christianity or opposed to the sacred, they, they fear, you know, there is some untruths out there being taught as reality or as education. There's definitely, whether it's human or uh, satanic, there's definitely a plan in place to confuse our children and to teach them things that aren't true. And opening our kids up to those influences and um, those ideas is dangerous and scary. And we should have a, a healthy fear, a realistic concern in that area. But sometimes it may push us away from from deeper education in general. Okay. So there is probably a valid understanding of the world we live in that leads people to say, ooh, I don't, I don't know about um, emphasizing education. Mm-hmm. I don't want to emphasize this because... The world has hijacked education and especially 
um, our, our secular world and secular education can hijack it. But why don't we need to be afraid of education as a whole? What would we take as a biblical basis, as a theological understanding of why we don't need to be afraid of education? St. Augustine said, I feel so, so learned when I say stuff like this, you know, like I'm an expert, but I'm not really, obviously, but uh, I did find this on Google. St. Augustine said this, all truth is God's truth. Mm -hmm. Here's the, the concept, the basis of this. Um, God doesn't lie. God's 100% true and honest. God created all things. So if anything is true, God created it and agrees with us that it is true. Two plus two is four. God created logic. That means God created math. God agrees with the math teacher Mm -hmm. that two plus two is four. Yeah. That's 100% true. Everything that's true scientifically, everything that's true mathematically, everything that's true historically, everything that's true theologically, all truth, God is like, yes, that's true. I created that. I agree that that's true. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Mm -hmm. That means uh, so much theologically, but it also means God embraces everything that is true. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think, too, with that is education is not just, God doesn't just give us things to learn just for increasing our knowledge, just to have more facts and knowledge stored up in our brain, but that ultimately education, the purpose of it is to lead us to worship God, right? If all things, if all truth is God's truth, God gives us that truth because ultimately our entire purpose in life is to worship Him with that truth He has given to us. So education, when it is rightly understood, leads us to worship. Yeah, the more we know about the creation, the more we know about the Creator, mm-hmm. the more we understand about the world around us that God created, the better we are able to worship Him and glorify Him by understanding more about what He's done. Hey, I know I know more about God as I've studied the world He created, and I can worship Him in light of that. So we don't have to be afraid to understand um, the deep things of science and the God created that, and mm-hmm. we can worship Him as we understand that more and more. Also. The more, the more our children are educated, the more doors are open to them in the future in different areas that they might be able to glorify God. Mm-hmm. Um, what I mean by that is if, if we don't take education seriously at a young age, then we're shutting some doors in the future that would have been available to our kids, different careers um, and different opportunities. Mm-hmm. That, as an adult, could have been an area where they could glorify God and serve Him, but those doors are shut. How do you glorify God in math? How can you worship God? What does algebra have to do with glorifying God? Well, first of all, um, let's embrace the fact that math is true. Yep. This is the clearest example. Math is 100% true. Mm -hmm. God gets algebra. Yeah. God created logic, which is the basis of algebra. He gets it. He understands it. He can teach it. He says, yes, that's true. That's right. And the more we understand algebra, the more we can say, hey, my God is a God of logic and order. Not only that, but our world needs 
godly algebra teachers. Mm. Our world needs a godly influence in the realm of mathematics across the board. Mm. So why would we want to say, ooh, that's not for us. We're just Christians. We don't need to understand math, calculus. Why would we ever need that? Um, Now, it's not for me. You know, it's not for everybody, but there are certain people that calculus is exciting for. Yes. And why does that have to be anti-God? Why can't? There should be a Christian influence in that realm. Yeah. There are lost people who are in the the math realm, you yes. know, and there are schools that need godly math teachers. And not all of those are Christian schools. I mean, mm-hmm. man, what if the secular college has a Christian mathematics teacher, Mm. you know, then there's an opening, an opportunity for a godly influence in that ungodly realm. So there's so many doors that could be open. And it's funny, Jeremy, as we were talking about math, I am reminded of these books that I read to Wyatt. So there's three books that I read to Wyatt every time before he goes down for a nap and before he goes to bed. And they're teaching, one is called, Does God Sleep? It's a story of God's uh, power. And then, Does God Go on Vacation? A story of God's presence. And then there's a story, Did God Learn His ABCs? A book about God's knowledge. Okay? And this is, these are books we got on Amazon. I'm not being paid to say this, but author Amy Gant. Gannett or Gamut, I think. And so, Wyatt has these books memorized. I have to duct tape them because he's ripped them because he he knows them by heart. But there's a line in this, Wyatt's three, and it says, when you're counting, when you're counting your letters and your one, two, threes, see, I have it memorized because I say it so much. Do you wonder if God learned all his ABCs? And it's talking about how God is all knowing. He knows everything. And one of the lines is he knows the answer to he he knows all the answers to every math problem yeah. and he we bring that in it. and it's like this is that i'm reminded of that cuz even something as complex and it has these like all these equations to why it doesn't understand this. He doesn't even know what math Neither is. Do you or right, me. Yeah. right. But we we can take that. I just love how that book for a toddler is communicating a truth of God that God is all knowing and He knows all these answers and He gives us the opportunity because we're created in the image of God to learn some of these deep truths of God. God gives us that privilege, that opportunity yeah. to us to learn, and it. And result is glorifying God that he is all-knowing and has vast amounts of knowledge that we barely even scratch the surface of. Right. But, you know, nobody's nervous about math. Yeah. No no, um, no Christian family's like, man, I hope my right. kid doesn't learn too much math. But there are other realms of education that do... Scare? Well, yeah. They, you know, they, they, they have realistic cause for concern. Mm-hmm. We should be careful. Yeah. You know, um, when we're talking about science, there's some dangers there. There's mm-hmm. some things that are taught as truth, but don't line up with scripture. Yeah. So they aren't truth, but they're taught as truth. Yeah. And that's scary. Obviously, we're talking about, you know, the evolution, um, the concept of the world being beginning, the concept of the universe beginning without a creator, some things like that, um, that we would disagree with. Yeah. Maybe even depending on your um, personal interpretation of scripture, the age of the earth, Mm -hmm. and some things like that. Um, This isn't a podcast about that right now. We may get into that, but it's not what we're talking about now. But um, there's some things in the area of the study of science that would be contrary Mm -hmm. to what we 
uh, know to be truth. And um, that should be a concern for us, but yeah. it shouldn't be such a concern that we are afraid to allow our kids to study the deep levels of science. We need Christian scientists. We need Christian science teachers. We need Christians in these fields. And we are better able to worship God the more we understand about Mm -hmm. His creation. So we shouldn't be afraid to study that. If the truth is true, and obviously it is, then we can find that, and God can help us with that. Um, As a parent... Instead of avoiding those things, we have to step into those things with our kids and help them navigate that and help them separate fact from fiction, mm. which is a, I mean, that's, I mean, that's what we're talking about today, but this is a big responsibility and it's above us. Yeah. So first and foremost, we need God's help on it. We can't, we can't figure that out ourselves. We're not smart enough. Right. So the more we train and provide education for our kids, the more we're setting them up to glorify God. Now, where do we see some instances in the in Scripture? Um, where could we start? I think, Jeremy, first, we look at the life of Daniel, and Pastor Cameron, our lead pastor here, has preached on uh, living like Daniel in a Babylon world, which is essentially where we are in 2023 in America. And there's a, a verse in Daniel chapter 1, verse 17, where it says, as for these four young men, which is including Daniel, um, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, um, Jewish young men who were taken from their country and put in a, a secular, um, really just a, a totally different country that worshiped false gods. But it said God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. How could we take that verse and apply it to well, education? Um, and as we're Remembering this story, uh, like you said, Daniel and uh, his friends were taken from their home, mm-hmm. basically kidnapped, taken to this uh, not just different place, but anti. Yeah, it was it was anti God, um, and that was the purpose in it to train the young people from this conquered place in the ways of this other world. Mm-hmm. So they were taken there; they were forced to to take new names, to live like the people in that area, and to learn um, not just science and math, but the history of that area and about the false gods of that area. Mm -hmm. And Daniel is thrust into the middle of that. And what we see is Daniel thrived in that um, world of education. Mm. He learned. He was trained well. He becomes um, an advisor to the king. He's got a position uh, in the... Um, in the ruling party of that of that place, and uh, he goes on to serve for years, for decades, um, in uh, I guess a political position, really. Yeah. And uh, understanding that world and functioning in that world, and all the time continuing to honor God and embrace only truth as truth. Mm. Um, and he lived literally for decades. If I'm not mistaken, by the time we get to the end of that story, when Daniel's um, thrown in the lion's den. He's he's an old man. He's yeah. in his 70s, I, I think, if I'm yeah. remembering the story correctly. And his whole life, he's chosen to put God first, even though he's getting this not just secular education, but mm-hmm. anti-God education. He, he is able, with God's help, to navigate all that, mm-hmm. to be well-educated, to pick out the truth and separate it from 
the falsehoods yeah. and still honor God. Yeah. I think we're, pro- I'm sure we're going to bring up um, that passage of scripture or just Daniel in general when we talk more about being in public education. But yeah, Daniel didn't lose his faith in God, but embraced the truth of God while being surrounded in a secular context. Then we also see um, in the life of Solomon, Solomon asked God for wisdom in all things. And then 1 Kings 4, 29 through 34, it says, And God gave Solomon wisdom and exceedingly great understanding and largeness of heart like the sand on the seashore. Thus Solomon's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the men of the East and all the wisdom of Egypt, for he was wiser than all men. It lists different people well known for their knowledge and how he uh, was wiser than them. He spoke 3,000 Proverbs. His songs were 1,005. Also, he spoke of trees from the cedar tree of Lebanon, even to the hyssop that springs out of the wall. He spoke also of animals, of birds, of creeping things, and of fish. And men of all nations from all the kings of the earth who had heard of this wisdom came to hear the wisdom of Solomon. That's 1 Kings 4, 29 through 34. Wow. So, Solomon's wisdom was not just biblical the I mean it wasn't just here is how to follow God here's how he's given this knowledge and understanding of all these things within yeah. creation yeah so uh Solomon was a scientist yeah. Solomon understood how animals and trees work and God gave him that knowledge yeah. supernaturally so the fact that God gifted him with that means that it wasn't this evil terrible thing. God doesn't give out evil, terrible gifts. It means it was something beautiful and good that Solomon could use to glorify God. Now, we know from the story of Solomon, Solomon goes on to do some things that don't glorify God. Mm -hmm. And maybe um, he used his wisdom for part of that, or maybe he just used the power and wealth that he gained with his wisdom um, for some of these sinful choices. That doesn't mean everything he did with this was good, but it means the gift uh, originally from God was completely good and it didn't have to be used in any negative way. Yeah. The same thing is true for education across the board. Knowledge, understanding, wisdom, these are gifts from God and we don't have to fear them. Mm-hmm. We just have to be conscious of how we use them. Yeah. So we've got to be aware that education and truth is God's. It's a gift for us and uh, we shouldn't be afraid of it, but at the same time, looking at all education through the lens of God's Word and um, being grounded in the truth of God's Word, even as we begin to learn these other things and from other sources that may not have a biblical worldview. So, um, Jeremy, no matter what the path parents may choose for the education of their kids, what are some takeaways um, that they can begin to think through why they should care about the education of their kids. So, uh, first of all, no decision we make concerning how we will educate our kids. Um, The broad decision about what overall type of education they'll get, but also the day-to-day decisions. No decision we make when it comes to the education of of our children, no choices we make should belittle the importance of education. We already talked Mm -hmm. about it. Um, The more we know, the better we are able to worship God, serve Him, glorify Him. Education is important. Nothing we do should belittle that. Mm. It's our responsibility to make sure that our kids are educated, whether we're doing that ourselves 
or whether we're delegating that responsibility to someone else. Ultimately, it's our responsibility, and therefore it's our responsibility to make sure that it's taking place. Yeah, and I would say, too, give your kids, clarify to them the purpose of education. So how many times have you heard and have I heard of teenagers say, why do I need to know this? Who cares about geometry? Why do I need to know this? And those may be some legitimate questions, but at the same time, we can at least give the purpose of what we've talked about. Hey, all... All truth is God's truth, and this this thing you are learning, whether it be history, whether it be science, whether it be um, math, all of these things are giving you opportunities to see, man, God knows everything, and we can glorify Him by acknowledging His awesomeness, by acknowledging the wealth of understanding that He possesses. Right, and uh, another aspect of that is you got to have geometry to get into college in America. Mm -hmm. That's the reality. If your future is to serve God in a realm that takes a college education, then you're going to have to learn geometry. So God is still the focus point, um, the focal point, not being rich, not having power, not being recognized as being this super intellectual, but hey, I'm going to serve God, you know, in this profession or in this field that requires these lower levels of study yeah. on the way towards that. So we are responsible as parents for making sure our kids are being educated while at the same time we're responsible for making their spiritual education the priority and the lens through which they see all other education. Yeah, nothing trumps that. Yeah. Nothing is more important than spiritual education in a million years. If your kid never learned calculus, no one will care. Yeah. Plus, they will have had a million years to learn calculus if that's really what they want to do. Um, Your kid will exist in a million years, and whether or not they know calculus is not going to be the primary issue. Yeah. Whether or not they know Christ, whether or not they understood the gospel, that's going to be a much more significant issue in a million years. So. We got to put things in their proper order. Mm-hmm. Nothing is more important than understanding who God is and why we need Him and learning more and more about Him. Nothing's more important than that. So, um, whether or not your kid is learning these other subjects, whether they're doing well in school, whether they're going to go on to college and have a great job and a big house and fulfill the American dream and, and do better than we did, none of those things matter more than knowing God drawing closer to him, learning how to worship him and serve him, and being adopted into his family. The spiritual education is more important than everything else. Mm. And that's good for us to hear while when we can easily, even with good intentions, idolize education and getting getting straight A's and getting the 4.0 plus GPA and making sure, like, if we're not careful, we can begin to make education, which is a gift from God, the the idol in our homes and what our kids hear from us is most important. We've got to be careful to put that those things in their proper yeah. perspective. The truth is this is a very real danger in 2023 
America. Mm -hmm. Um, Kids go into high school with the pressure of, hey, you've got to already be making decisions about college and about your career. And if you don't get this straight now, the rest of your life is going to be ruined. And in fact, before high school, middle school, elementary school, the anxiety level of kids at EOG time, uh, the end of grade testing Mm -hmm. that we have here, uh, the anxiety level of that because they are so convinced of the importance of education, mm-hmm. and it is important, but we just have to be careful and make sure that we prioritize the spiritual above that. Yeah. It's um, what you make on your EOG is nothing compared to who you are in mm-hmm. Christ, and we got we to gotta find the right balance of that. So, as we begin to chart more into this um, conversation about education, we're going to spend some episodes talking about, um, I don't know if we'll call it the pros and cons, but we know there's three legitimate educational opportunities you have as parents that some of you are in the middle right now, which is public school, Christian school, or homeschool. Those are three different options we have, and we've got to see that there's no perfect solution for your family. What worked for some families doesn't work for others, but I think it's important no matter what um, method of education we've chosen for for educating our kids that we are examining, hey, here's some dangers for me to be aware of no matter what I've chosen, or if I'm looking to go into a different option for my kids. Yeah, because these two things that we talked about, um, not not um, downplaying the importance of education, but also of broad education in the broad sense, not downplaying the importance of education, but also prioritizing the importance of spiritual education. That can be achieved in any of these options of education. Um, We just have to be aware of them and purposeful. And uh, I know some people have already made the decision. You already have found yourself in that Um, that decision. You've already made the choice and you're living there, but that doesn't mean there's nothing else to be done. There's still work to be done. Um, And then somebody might be listening to this and considering what how they will educate their kids. These You have to figure out how you're going to address these areas. We haven't talked much about this, Chuck. I hope I'm not shoehorning this idea in here, but um, everything the Bible teaches us is 100% true. But the Bible doesn't teach us all truth. My Bible has no chapter on calculus. My Bible has no chapter on anatomy. My Bible has no chapter on world history. There's truth that exists that's not written down in the Bible, but no truth contradicts the Bible. None. If it's true, it lines up with and doesn't contradict scripture. So we, it's our job as parents, no matter what um, style of education we choose for our kids to make sure they get that so mm-hmm. they can identify truth and lie. Yeah, that's good. And so I'm excited. We're not only going to go into those categories of education, we're also going to be interviewing some some awesome uh, parents in our church who have chosen different educational methods for their kids and how um, what what things God has shown them through that. And I'm excited for the weeks to come. Me too. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Beyond a Parent. Remember, parenting is way beyond us. But in Christ, we have all that we need for this journey. Peace out. Peace out.